Hello, Sam here, one of the hosts of Science Fiction Rating System, speaking to you from far in the future. Uh, just letting you know that this is the pilot episode of the podcast, and as such, is very rough, and it includes three films which we go on to rank again later on. Uh, the format of the show has changed through the years, and I think it's got a lot better. So I'm just popping in to say some other places you might like to start listening if you have come here for the first time. Uh, so get a little pen ready. Or uh, I'll put links to these episodes in the description for this episode. First good place to start is episode 58, which is Indiana Jones and the Crystal Skull. And that is the first time we switch to our sort of modern format, which is where we review one film a week rather than doing three films, because that's just ridiculous. And what on earth were we thinking about that? Um, so that's the start of modern SFRS, if you like. Another great place to start is episode 197, which is a three-episode run where... As we hit 200 episodes, we did our, uh, a, a sort of a rerun of our three favourite episodes so far. So there's some quality content there, I'd like to think. Um, and the third place that's a good place to start is episode 263, which is where we uh, change to our, our new rating system, rating system 2.0, which is a lot more scientific. So if you, if you really want some hard science, head straight there. Um, or just start here. Uh, we're still talking about science fiction films, and that's what you're here for, I guess. Cheers. Enjoy the show. Bye. Good evening, hello and welcome to the first episode of the Science Fiction Rating System. I'm Sam and I'm joined by Alex. Hello. And Chris. Hello. Um, and this is a pilot, so probably no one else is going to hear it, but it might. Um, stick it up, stick it in. Stick it Tell in, it okay. Stick it up, <laughs> stick it in, in. <laughs> stick it wherever. We'll see, we'll see what happens uh, in the next hour or so first. Um, so, we better start by explaining what this is. Uh, we're going to rank every single science fiction film ever made. Um, using a scientific process, we'll have a list from one to however many they are like a few thousand um it might take a while um we're doing three a week and inserting each three of those into the overall list as we go it'll make more sense by week two because there'll be something to insert into because yeah. this is blank at the week, week one is just going to be like we just picked three films and thought they were the best sci-fi films ever pretty much yeah well mm, not not on this list there's, there's two good sci-fi films <laughs> <laughs> there's one that i'm less enthusiastic about but we'll get to that Um, yeah so that's basically the format Um, so let's just start a little introduction I suppose who we we all are Um, and I was going to say say your favourite science fiction film ever but that was probably giving too much away so um, yeah it would for me (laughs) say your favourite non-science fiction film ever oh that's good that's good or your favourite science fiction television series ever Ah, yeah, I like that as well. Okay, well, Alex, you can go first, as it's your Oh, uh... okay. Well, uh, <laughs> damn it! Didn't give myself time to think. Um, no. Uh, my name's Alex. Uh, yes, and uh, what, what am I... I'm sure you're just thinking, what are your credentials for being here? Why? Why you? How dare you? What right exactly. do you have on this, this audio medium internet thing? Uh, but yeah, well, I've got a website where um, I review horror films. So no, again, plugs, are, plugs are at the end, man. Yeah. Oh, no, I'm just, yeah. Trying to, I'm just trying to lay the <laughs> no, groundwork no, of no, why no. anyone so would be listening to me. I'm, I'm not, you know, that's what I'm saying. Um, okay, okay. Oh, yeah, anyway, so there's that. Um, and I work in a cinema. I guess that counts for something. And I studied yeah. film. That counts for something. Um, yeah. But anyway, so what did I do myself with? Non-science, favourite non-science fiction film. Oh, God. Um, Last Boy Scout. I'll do for now. Uh, and favourite science fiction television show? Um, I'm counting Person of Interest. This is a science fiction element. I like Person of Interest a lot. So I'm saying there's a science fiction element to that. It's a big computer in it. That'll count. So I'm done. There you I'm go. not even sure what that is. Have you never what seen Person, Person of Interest? interest? Oh, no. it's amazing. It's a big computer that spies on people and basically. They can oh watch it. This is this is not a podcast about science fiction television. No, I don't know not. why I'm explaining no, it to you. Yeah, okay. All right, moving on. <laughs> I've never Chris? heard of that. Never even no, heard of it. No. Oh no. my god. 
Yeah. You have to start another podcast, won't you? I recommend TV. I thought podcasts. you were going to say Murder She Wrote or something, or something <laughs> that we all knew. That was mine. <laughs> all right, Chris, do you want to go? Uh, hi, I'm Chris. Um, my credentials are uh, what? Well, well, they're pretty much zero, but they're. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I haven't been to film school. I don't work in the cinema. Um, I uh, I am a filmmaker. And uh, and the films I make are generally, up until now, have been sci-fi. So this is kind of my area. But um, mm-hmm. and I've always loved sci-fi, and I love. I'll pretty much gravitate to sci-fi all the time. Um, yeah, and I guess my favourite non-sci-fi is going to be is Jaws for a movie. Oh what? Yeah. That's mine. Yeah, what? that's mine. And that, yeah, that's that my favourite. <laughs> <laughs> well, we both can't have the same. <laughs> okay, I'll have to come with something else. Okay. Okay. Um, and um, I like everything Star Trek on TV. I like all the series, even the rubbish ones. Mm. I like Voyager. Hmm. Wow. Um, Are you ranking them now? It's a good job we're not doing a, a, a TV program podcast. Yeah, because <laughs> we'd be at blows probably. At least you've heard of Voyager. I don't, I don't know how you can't not like That's that. That's true. <laughs> at least I've I don't heard know how you, good point. I just I don't see a problem with that. It's great. Hmm. Um, I like Voyager as well. I don't know what their problem is with Voyager. It's mm. it's just boring. At least the, he didn't say the one with the guy from Quantum Leap in. That's worse. Yeah. That's worse actually. I actually, I don't like that series, whatever that one is. Enterprise. No, Enterprise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Terrible ending. That. Terrible ending. I get that. Um, okay, so... And then, yeah, so besides my general filmmaking, I'm I'm just, uh, I waste time uh, making TV adverts and that sort of thing, so... Um, nice. Yeah. <laughs> okay, well, I'm Sam, um, and I've got even less credentials than Chris, so it's getting worse. I've not been to film school, I don't make films, um, I'm not involved in the industry in any way, uh, but I did do the soundtrack to Chris's one of Chris's films, so that's kind of a sci-fi thing. I love sci-fi stuff. Um, yeah, that's about it, really. Um, Favourite non-sci-fi film? It was Jaws. Um <laughs> I'd probably say. I'll just see, I'm just thinking. I know. I know yours is Jaws, and I know yours is. Yeah. Jaws, so so I just say. I'm just trying to think if I had an, a secondary. No, um, Rushmore's my second. I, I like that a lot as well. So I'll go with Rushmore. Um, the yeah. Wes Anderson film, and favorite science fiction TV series is probably Star Trek: Deep Space Nine because it's by far the best of all the Star Treks. Um, space it's the good. By next space stations don't even move. <laughs> no, but they get the Defiant and they mine a wormhole. They yeah. mine a wormhole. It's a bad, come on, bad ship. The Defiant doesn't even have nacelles. Doesn't need them. Doesn't need nacelles. Anyway, look, this isn't a Star Trek podcast. No, We're okay, sorry. this is going horribly <laughs> off track. Um, okay, so that's yeah. Uh, they're my two favourites. Um, not got many credentials, but I believe in the system and that between the three of us, we can. We've got enough knowledge to make an ultimate definitive list that no yes. one can ever argue with, which is all we need to do. Yeah. Oh, just sorry. Just to interject, I've realised in a technical sense, my yes. audio is coming out of my speakers. So that means that my mic is probably recording the ambient sound of yours. So I should probably have Put headphones. Put your headphones in, I? Alex. Put yeah, I'm going to have to go and get headphones, though. So you talk okay, amongst no, yourselves. Right. We'll talk amongst ourselves. But okay. that's better, yeah. isn't it? It's better to stop yes. that now. Yeah, do, yep. do that. And in fact, I will just, we'll just take a little break here as it's the pilot. And I'll just check it's definitely recording on my end. Okay, right. good one. I just won't put be some, Get some headphones. Play, okay. Just put some music on here. And we're back. Um, unscheduled break. But um, before we do get to the films, there's one more thing <laughs> that I've got to ask. Um, is Obviously, this is a science fiction rating podcast. Uh, Chris and I spent probably about five or six hours trying to work out the definition of science fiction before... Uh, before was it before Christmas? Yeah. 
So I just wanted to ask you, Alex. That's also what, available mm, on podcast. <laughs> yeah, a special feature that is. Yeah, um, Alex, what what would be your definition of science fiction? I was thinking about this. Obviously, in a brutally simplistic sense, it's fiction about science. Kind of obviously, isn't it? Uh, all right. So, nice. but no. But I'm just saying. So that's because uh, so I would say the beauty of sci-fi is that it is a completely wide and varied ocean of ideas and concepts so i would say a lot of things like i say i like horror so i'd say a lot of things that are horror kind of dip their toe in that sea of sci-fi so yeah. i'm nice and floppy about sci-fi i think a lot of things are sci-fi so yeah i don't know about a, a, a concise definition what it, what did you come up with in well let, words? let me na- narrow down the question to uh do you think indiana jones and the uh, king of the crystal skull is a science fiction film or not but it is, isn't it? Because it's got aliens and there's a spaceship and there's a thing in a, the nuclear thing in a fridge. I mean, that's science right there. Being able to survive that's not, a nuclear that's not blast. science fiction, is it? It's not science fiction, though. <laughs> well, you can't survive a nuclear blast by hiding in a fridge, so it is science fiction. <laughs> yeah, but if you do that, though, you'd have to count, count like like most action films have things wow. that happen that aren't things, don't they? Yeah. Well, I'm happy for the definition to be really long if we can just get rid of that movie. <laughs> <laughs> I think yeah. I think it's hard to because there is an actual spaceship in it, and if we remove mm. spaceships from the definition of science fiction, we've lost most of the films. But it's just a flying about. saucer. This alien, My argument so. was that that is kind of like legend, them nineteen fifties, <laughs> like flying saucers and 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 you know them sort of grey type aliens. So they were like made up in the fifties, and there's no scientific basis for that. That's just that could be like a witch on a broom or a dragon. There's, there's no scientific so basis that's for my, Star Wars. That's my... <laughs> Is there? I think it counts. Like, I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, it, I, the, yeah, it definitely counts. I think, like you said, uh, there's so as... many films. We're going to take ages to get around to that. That's true. In some rules, Star Wars wouldn't be in it. Precisely, it's fantasy, right? So. Well, Star Wars is in this first episode, so uh, <laughs> <laughs> we've got Indiana Jones. All right. So uh, um, let's. Shall we? Shall we get down to it? Shall we begin with our very first film? Yes. Yeah. Okay. So our first film is um, by Steven Spielberg. It was released in. I'm not. What year did it come out? Is it ninety two? Ninety three. Ninety three. Shot in ninety two. Released in. Yeah, ninety three. Eleventh of June, nineteen ninety three. It's. Uh, it's Jurassic Park. Jurassic Park. Jurassic, My Jurassic Park. Film. You didn't say, Chris's oh yeah, favorite you... film. Right. Well, so we're opening on a big one, really, but with that right there. Yeah, but we yeah. were opening with the idea that we would then uh, not include these first three films. But I think now we're probably just going to include these first three films in the list. Yeah. It means that. So... Well, no, we'll see what happens with the ranking. Okay. We'll see what happens. So let's discuss Jurassic Park, shall we? So, Chris, do you want to start? Like, it's your favourite film. Yeah, I mean, I like Jurassic Park. <laughs> uh, <laughs> End of podcast. Fantastic. That's a wrap. Ranking number one. Uh, well, I think it was because when I when this film came out, I was nine, and um, it sort of that was the first movie I went to, and it like completely made my head explode. Mm-hmm. Because I just think the world which was made was was totally was totally really cool, and obviously they were aiming at nine year olds to try and sell things, um, and it probably had the same impression on me as what maybe Star Wars had on on the generation above me. Yeah, well, I mean, were, def- they, definitely for nine, me, you know, it had a similar effect on me, and I would say it's probably my top five to ten films of all time as well. What I'm interested mm. about is Alex. Without giving too much away, you're slightly older than me and Chris. Um, did it have the same effect mm. on you? At the Thanks. Um, <laughs> I said slightly. I, did see... I didn't say no, no, no. I did... I, no, I'm trying to remember. I did see it in the cinema, and I remember a little girl running out crying because um, she was so scared, which is good. So that's good. So that to me was a positive cinematic mm-hmm. experience because I thought yes and I do remember also thinking it was very massively hyped but it lived up to the hype yeah no I thought it was good uh, it's I've not probably Alex. in my top 10 no oh, Alex. can you not hear me oh can you hear me I've got, got you now again yeah we've got you now oh, it's all right. okay yeah, sorry it went you're all back. weird yeah <laughs> uh, I would say it's not in my top 10 um 
Yeah, it's good, isn't it? It's good. Yeah, but like, when did you when did you last see it, Alex? How long since you've seen Jurassic Park? A long time ago. I know like, Chris it, is probably hours, not days. Yeah, since it's a long time it. ago since mm, I saw I, it. I, don't, I haven't watched it in a little while. Um, it's on TV every now and again, so I really, I, you know, yeah. I watch that. I give it a proper watching when it's on TV. <laughs> a thorough um, look. <laughs> I think, yeah, I think it, it was sort of a a perfect storm because the music is amazing. The oh, I saw it. I saw it with live orchestra, didn't I? Just before oh, yes, Christmas at the Royal Albert Hall. That's that was amazing. Nice. Um, and yeah, so. And also, technically, there was a lot of stuff done for the very first time on that film, and I still think it looks good. I think there's much later films where they've done the same sort of stuff, and it looks bad. Mm. Yeah. It's because um, they use so many practical effects, isn't it, rather than just relying on all the CGI? Yeah, but even Definitely. the big CGI things in that film, I don't think are, are really bad. I think the um, only shot that really stands out is when they first see the... Um, Brackets well, or... Yeah, yeah, and he takes it off, and it's really close to them. I think that looks really janky. But other than that, a lot of the distant stuff is fine. And in some ways, cool. what they did there was insane because it's in broad daylight. Yeah, mm. yeah. And and you've seen the full thing. You know, when the T Rex attack, that's at night with rain, mm. and it looks amazing. Yeah. Um. <coughs> now, I I think. With all that CG which was invented for that film, if you look at the making ofs and they're re- the computers were really basic, like I think it took like seventy-two hours to render a frame. I actually yeah. don't know how they did it. <laughs> it's mm-hmm. like it it's kind of a little bit beyond me. I mean, yeah. <coughs> Excuse me. This this raises another question um, that we need to deal with quite fast. Is that with these films, how much are we taking into account the impact at the time versus what we feel about them now? Well, I think but you've got to take both it, into this account. This on a case-by-case basis. I think you've got to take yeah. both in, into account. I think a good film is, you know, you get the anticipation of it, which for Jurassic Park was ridiculously huge. Then you get yeah. the actual watching it experience, which, again, for me, was positive. It, it lived up to the hype. And then you get the kind of aftermath of that. Does it stand the test of time? Do you still think about it? I still, whenever the internet crashes at my work, say I can't get Jurassic Park back online. Um, and I've sometimes even used that little picture of the little fat guy jiggling, laughing, you know, when he crashes the system. <laughs> yes, I've used yeah, that. Yeah. So, like, you know, and people, so many people thought that we could clone dinosaurs out of, you know, little mosquito. People believed that, didn't they? Like, that's a good science fiction film. Yeah. It actually became that people were like, yeah, that's doable. Let's just do it. But you couldn't, but, you know. I, I can't see the word Unix without turning around to the person next to me going, it's Unix, I know this. <laughs> my, favorite, my favorite line in that whole film. And then she flies through like virtual corridors to yeah, uh, get to the correct man. Final. <laughs> I well, love that sort of thing. <laughs> it's of the era, like in the 90s, a lot of science fiction films were like fearing computing because mm. it wasn't really mainstream. So yeah. it was always the computer which caused the problem. Mm. Uh, well, no, it's, you know, it's, like, uh, it's like your Terminators and stuff. Well, it's Dennis Nedry, yeah. it's not a computer. Uh, yeah, but I know. But he was using a he was using a tool which no one really understood at home. Um, Dodson, we got Dodson here. That's yeah, not a line that yeah. you think about a lot. <laughs> it's a good film. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. See, this, see, that's a testament and to actually, this film. The storytelling is like they 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 show things. They show amazing things. They don't show everything. He leaves yeah. a lot to the imagination. Yeah. And I, I think, obviously I, they were at the limits of what they could do. But nowadays, hence Jurassic World, they just yeah. they just give you a million dinosaurs. They just put everything up. And I think I, if you watch that from an actual storytelling perspective, that film, it, it it's unbeatable. And also yeah. bear in mind that Spielberg was also doing Schindler's List at the same time. So like it's two best movies ever he ever made. Yeah, that's not a good film. But Thank fuck you didn't get them not... confused. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, I was going to say oh, I think that's an, uh, an interesting point and I've thought that before that it sits at the perfect sort of time um, between like old Spielberg storytelling and new CGI isn't it? it's the perfect storm of, of they've still got to rely on writing a good story and they've still got to rely on practical effects and stuff like that mm. but they've just got the mm. wizardry and the problem is mm. like you say that like it then as another film we look at later on descends into um, you know relying on the CGI at the expense of the story Chris is shaking his head <laughs> Um, but yeah definitely that's part of the charm of it is that it is you know it it could have 
But it couldn't have been done like it could have been done ten years ago, could it? It couldn't have been done around the time of ET because it wouldn't have worked, would it? Without the CG, you need both bits, don't you? You couldn't do dinosaurs rampaging around a park. Yeah, you need to see dinosaurs. That's it. It yeah. was it was labelled as let's see some dinosaurs. You're going to see yeah. dinosaurs. If you didn't see dinosaurs, you'd be a bit pissed at Jurassic Park. <laughs> Jurassic Park without dinosaurs <laughs> would be a pretty pretty annoying. That'd be film. a good cut though. A nice edit on YouTube. I'd like to see that. But the, what the dinosaurs, the no dinosaurs were like. They invented yeah. what we think of as dinosaurs in a lot of sense. The science done for the film it's was wrong. with scientists at the time. It's a lot of it is has been updated now, but actually those how we see them dinosaurs is from is because of that film. Yeah. So it really is Definitely. science fiction because they made it up. True. Yeah. <laughs> True. Yeah. Yeah. Good point. Good point. Well made. Yes. Um, okay. Um, I didn't think it was a documentary, by the way. I'm just saying it's not, you know. <laughs> they should. That would be good, though. Like a sort of Blair Witch sort of Jurassic Park film, like a like a oh, found God. footage dinosaur film. Why has no one mm, done that? Yeah, it'd be a great film, wouldn't it? Yeah, someone probably has some of those terrible straight to TV sci-fi movies. There's probably one like that. Like if Lost World had just been some found journal someone made on site B, you know, like their video diaries of. of if you look on Netflix, bad. there's probably a film. Just like yeah. yeah, but I mean, like on a budget at the scale of you know. All right. Yeah. <laughs> not, not, not yeah. Nicholas Cage in it, as that film no, no doubt has. Yeah. Um, I mean that was that. I, I'm just trying to find the budget and see what that was in comparison Big. to stuff at the time. It was a shitload. Yeah. <laughs> um, Technical term. Yeah. 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 <coughs> I've only got the budget for all four Jurassic Park films as one number here. And it's 379 million. <laughs> See, I think, you know, I was saying earlier oh, about the effect, the, the effect at the time compared to now. I, I'm just thinking about, like, just I just got the trailer going on my screen here and remembering that trailer really well. I remember some of my dad's work saw Jurassic Park about six months before it came out over here. And like all she could talk about to him was Jurassic Park. And so I remember just being so, I think the one thing she mentioned was the guy getting eaten off the toilet, the lawyer. Oh yeah. Yeah. That's and so in my head, great. I was like, Oh my God, this is going to, you know, what, what can this possibly be? And I'm, I'm sure in my head, I remember it. Like whenever I see that scene, I, it's not how I remember it because as a kid, you're so caught up in the hype, aren't you? And you sort of, yeah, the film's something else to you than what it really is in a way. And I think that's, that was the first case of spoiler. Yeah, you totally. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was spoiled, yeah. I was spoiled because I was a, a scaredy cat and I, and I didn't like uh, graphic violence, so they were warning me so I could look away. I think I probably did look away at the cinema. That, everything oh, about, I mean, the, the sounds, the... the oh, It's great. It's a great, it's a great theme. It's the behaviour, I mean, they again, the behaviour of the animals, they invented that, they did so much research into that. Like, mm. approaching that film, they must. it must have been really daunting because... It's like we've never done this sort of thing before. It's insane what we're gonna we're, we're gonna attempt to do. Um, Definitely. Um, in the yeah. interest of balance, though, name one thing you don't like about it, Chris. There must be one thing you don't like about Jurassic Park. Um, and same for you, Alex. If you think about something you don't like, I suppose well, the longer, sequels. Longer the sequels are crap. <laughs> that doesn't count. That's separate. We've got to oh, make those separately. Okay. Mm. Um. I mean, there's some there's some dodgy like continuity things in there, but I I I don't really see that as a problem. I mean, it's not distracting. I tell you what, I don't um, like mm. the kids, in, in particular, oh, the little mm. boy. I you find I mean that's just Spielberg, isn't it? He's always got an annoying kid in there, but I, yeah. I can't yeah. can't stand, especially when he gets on the electric fence and just has some like bloody ears <laughs> from, his, from his ten thousand volt electric shock. Just yeah. nonsense, you know. So that's yeah, what I yeah, take yeah. out. Um, Goldblum? Oh, that's not a... That, well, hang on. Ridiculous. <laughs> Is it negative? <laughs> uh, no. Yeah. That actually, I, that's I a, really that, like that, the, the dialogue in it because it's quite... The dialogue is, is quite spat out and you can't actually hear what a lot of the words are. And especially mm. when I was 10, I didn't understand anything which was being said. And to me, that <laughs> was really good because it added like a a layer of uh, scientific intrigue to it, and I had but that's, I didn't know um, what was going on. That's a Spielberg sort of trait, isn't it? That kind of like yeah. people talking over each other in a lot of like yeah. very natural feeling scenes. It's got that sort of that's like a Jaws thing, a very Jaws sort of. Yeah. You know, when when they're in the uh, the bunker with Samuel L. Jackson, there's a lot going on. It's a lot 
you know, you feel yeah. like it's a live environment, not just someone talking yeah. to somebody else on a script. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah no, it's all good. Okay. Yeah. Um, so in the ranking, four, so. is it what what numbers it going at? It's, it's tough. <laughs> one, it's tough. So staying at one. In a list of one, we we'll start with a strong it? contender and one. And there is actually a spreadsheet on the folder now, and I'm just I'm putting it in yeah. at number one. Right. Um, okay. It's in at one. So Jurassic Park is one. Yeah. It's a, well, one of one. So yes. Far. One of one. <laughs> at least, for, at least for now. Brilliant. Um, What's your favourite dinosaur? Ah, uh, good question. T-Rex. I like a compy. I like a compy. Mine's Dilophosaurus. Which one's that one? The Spitter. Oh, yeah, he gets Nedry. Yeah. Even yeah. though scientifically there isn't, it never. There's no evidence it ever did that. But that is I a fantastic scene. I love that. scene. And it's so a fantastic. Much. What a thing to invent, considering it wasn't even like known in science that they invented that to do that. Yeah. In a movie. Yeah. No, it was it was good stuff. <laughs> okay, so Jurassic Park, we we're a fan overall. It was definitely one mega fan. I'm a I'm a pretty big fan, and a, and you're a fan, aren't you, Alex? You I like it. No, no, no. I'm not. I'm I'm just trying to I'm just trying to be more moderate here. I think it's very good. I don't think it's yeah. like I said. I wouldn't put it in my top ten. I'm sorry, but you know, top twenty. But yeah, it's good. I'm not saying it's not. But good. you weren't nine when it came out. That's the thing. No, that's obviously the problem. <laughs> yeah. Okay. That was the age, yeah. obviously, to be at to get in at number right. one. <laughs> I think so, definitely. Yeah. Okay, so let's have a little break, and then we'll return with our second film. second film of three today uh, another 90s film another one that I think Chris is a big fan of bigger fan than yes. both of the other two properly okay. uh, <laughs> this is the Dean Devlin Roland Emmerich classic in <laughs> it's inverted commas yes definitely yeah uh, it's uh, Independence Day yeah it's their career high point well Stargate the better film that's rubbish Ooh. no Stargate's Ooh. oh right well, this is going off that's, track that's, already yeah that's like yeah okay <laughs> The film's Independence Day, not Star Stargate. Um, also starring yeah. Jeff Goldblum, and uh, yeah, uh, I remember at the time again being extremely excited for this film. Mm. Um, I had a big oversized T-shirt for it, uh, and it had it was a T-shirt that, like, when you turn, you know, those three D co- um, CD covers you get sometimes. You turn yeah, them, hologram, the thing, hologram. Yeah. yeah, I had that on a T-shirt. You didn't have that on a T-shirt. I did. What, what on the T-shirt? They never had that on T-shirts. I did. I definitely what, what, did. I had the, it was on the VHS cover, the hologram. Oh, was it? I remember it was in the T-shirt. Yeah. What, what, what was the hologram? VHS insert. Well, it, it like blows up and doesn't blow up as you turn it. I always thought it was on my T-shirt. Yeah. I always remember well, it's it been on the, my T-shirt. It was the, it was the White House explodes yeah. as you, as you oh, twist nice. the box. So, so you, really you, good. you were imagining walking down the street and, and people... <laughs> yeah, they're like, turning. Oh my yeah. God, the White House. Yeah. Oh no. Oh God. Yeah. Like, wow. Okay. Well, but if that's you did have true. it on your T-shirt, your T-shirt would have been solid because <laughs> them, them I would be really heavy though. I remember it being <laughs> yeah. a really big T-shirt. It's like you would have been wearing a sandwich board. If you just, this <laughs> film has made you imagine a T-shirt that could never exist. Yeah, basically. which is the like one of my greatest childhood memories. And now that's gone. Like, this film's got nothing for me. Uh, <laughs> that was my one positive. I was, oh, I was starting wow. strong. Okay. Okay, so yeah, this is from 96. Um, I, I did like it at the time. Bought the VHS, obviously. Uh, got confused as to what it was. Uh, watched <laughs> it, was it a t shirt. <laughs> yes, I was trying to wear the VHS. That was the problem. There's your fucking problem the, right there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it wasn't oversized because it was a VHS case. <laughs> oh, oh, dear. <laughs> uh, okay. Um, yeah, so uh, I, um, so how recently did you watch this film, Alex? How, how recently ages did you see it? Ages and ages and ages ago. Um, although right. I was watching um, that documentary, Hypernormalisation, the other day, and it had loads of clips in it from uh, Independence Day. And it kind of jogged my memory. Uh, and obviously with the 
the, stu- the stupid sequel that, where, that, with, that, that I never saw. But with that coming out, I was kind of yeah. reminded of Independence Day. But I, I, I was, yeah, like you, I remember the hype. I remember seeing all the things blowing up and thinking, oh, that's cool, those things blowing up. Um, and I remember, I kind of feel, I feel fondly about Independence Day. Yeah, it's stupid, um, but it's good stupid. Now everyone's shaking their heads, but I think it's good no, stupid. I was, I, Chris was shaking his head at it's stupid, and I was shaking my head at it's good. I said it's good there. stupid, so so you can so you can both kind of you know merge those words together. Good stupid. I think it's enjoyable, okay. enjoyable trash. You know, no, you're still shaking. You see, your head. this is no. why, like, going forward from week two, we're all going to watch the films um, again. Like again, if you haven't seen it recently, obviously this is the first week; it's all a bit different. Uh, and I think if you'd seen it more recently, you'd be less positive on it. Okay, that's what I think. Having watched it quite recently. Have either of you seen the sequel? Yeah, no. I've seen the sequel. Yeah, have you seen it? Right. Yeah, and I wish I hadn't because it has <laughs> yeah. actually damaged the world for me. Yeah, it's damaged that it's that so universe awful. like irreparably actually, because oh. I kind of think that that may be what the directors wanted to do in '96. Yes, yeah. They make it that silly, but it was actually beyond their technical ability. So they could only show certain things and tell the story and leave it to the imagination. And I was filling in the gaps and making it a better film. There's mm. not many gaps in... <clears throat> what, what gaps have you got to fill in in the first Independence Day? Well, I'm saying they, there wasn't much. They didn't show the aliens much. There was no, just like exactly. one scene. Oh, I suppose. And, yeah. it was, and it was in mist and it was in dark and it was yeah. just... It was a, it that's was a the, see, that's all, all, the bit. All we really know about... All we know about the aliens, really, is that they've got Macs, isn't it? They, they run Apple. That's all we know about the aliens. <laughs> well, and Apple's, you, a, Apple's a great product. <laughs> they've got a, I mean, in 96, you'd be lucky if you could get your printer to talk to your computer, let alone your computer talk to an alien. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's but true. somehow it's they tough. managed it. But see, yeah. that alien bit... Well, Jeff Goldblum. I remember that bit with Data from Star Trek where he's in the yeah. room and he goes all crazy. It's yeah. a good bit of... I remember that being a good bit of ridiculous acting and he gets snatched out. Like, I remember thinking... I remember yeah. That bit is in my head as, you know, a memory. I remember that bit it's being It's not even good. that ridiculous, though. No. What do it's, you mean it's, it's not that ridiculous? It's quite... Oh, his acting. I, I buy all of that. I yeah. buy all of that, yeah. He was a good, he's a good character. He's in the second film. Oh, God, is he in the second film? Is it everyone except Will yeah, Smith, he, basically? He's he all for the second film. He really... They... they, they, they do really weird things with this character, and like they make him gay, which is fair enough. But they kind of they don't want to say it until at oh. like, the very last minute. I think it's just he dies, isn't it? Spoilers if you're not seeing it. Like, <laughs> doesn't he's like his, his lover puts a scarf around him or something? Is that what he does? Puts a scarf around his neck or something? Yeah, and then, I, like... didn't, I didn't pick up loads of gay vibes off it. But, but that's the thing; it's so stupid. Like, if you're going to make him gay, make him gay. Don't just like pretend he's not, and then at the last minute go. I oh, think by the way, it was gay. kind of more that sort of unsaid. <laughs> professors working closely together sort of relationship. No, 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 no. It's, it's explicit right at the end. Okay. No, <laughs> how explicit? It. it was just really how, weird. It was like really like just unnecessary. Okay. How explicit, yeah. Well, <laughs> right. but with the first film... The steam comes back up. They don't show it. It's like, it comes against the glass again at the end. Yeah, yeah. That, <laughs> that's me. the problem. It's just, they do that. They redo that scene in the second film. I don't think it's a sex scene, though, is it? No, no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, well, uh, so, um, so you're saying what? that because I have the, uh, the, it's just that I'm remembering it. I'm thinking it's better than it, it yeah, is. Yeah, well, let me let let me tell you my problem with it, okay? Because I watched it quite recently. Because I I had the DVD, and I'll I'll mention this in a bit. You had the VHS about, as well. Yeah, but the, the DVD had extra stuff on it. Kind of ruined it, and so I didn't watch it for a long time because there's extra features. Which there's a whole subplot put in with uh, Randy Quaid's son being ill. Which yeah. it sort of really ruined the film for me. I didn't watch it for a long time, and then I mean that happens in a lot of films. It's just we don't get to see the cut, the yeah, cut stuff, right? Ex- exactly. So that's why I gave it another chance about six months ago. I watched the original version of it, and I think until um, while the, uh, up until the attack happens, I think it is a really good film. I think it's a really, it builds really well. I like how they got the different, you know, diff- you've seen Jeff Goldblum and you've seen Will Smith going is an earthquake, whatever he says. <laughs> that's a great Will Smith impression. <laughs> yeah, I'm known for that. Um, I think it's like weather satellite disruption or something. I don't yeah, know. he's they really like you go too far with that. Like, oh, he's too cool. He doesn't really care. Like, and the way there's just a shot where like he looks round at the 
spaceship, but it, he's walked all the way out of his house. You'd have seen this spaceship. Things like that drive me up the wall, where it would be so easy to just make it like in a way he wouldn't so obviously have just seen it. Anyway, that doesn't matter. That's not my problem it's with still the film. A while, it's still far away. It's not no, over it's his huge. house. No, it's massive. It's, it's view. like Yeah, it, the whole view. You do it's all realize that see. shot is his view. It's his point of view. And it's over LA. No, but it, he's already walked out, house. though. No, but he's already walked out and he's like looked around and stuff. And then he, then he looks up the street and everyone else is looking the other way. Anyway, it doesn't matter. This isn't, <laughs> let's not get bogged down in that. Because <laughs> um, this is actually the good bit of the film. This whole bit's the good bit. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, and, and the, the attack's obviously really good. And I love Harry Connick the... Jr. <laughs> Who, which, which, who's he? He's the, like, other fighter pilot. Oh, the fighter. Oh, yeah, yeah. 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 That's yeah. the worst bit of the movie for me. And what's it, all the. All the alien, the people who want to embrace the aliens uh, when they stand yeah, on, the, on the roof. Yeah, that's yeah. good, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's that. I quite like that because that would probably yeah. happen. Yeah, exactly. That was very realistic. I love Jeff Goldblum's boss with you know, the guy who talks like this. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I gotta call my aunt. What Will Smith? <laughs> call my lawyer. Forget my Will lawyer. <laughs> Not Will Smith. Though. Yeah. Forget my lawyer. Oh, you don't see that guy anything, do you? What, what was he? Yeah, Is he, he was in. Uh, he was in Mrs. Doubtfire at the same sort of time as well. Oh, was he? Okay. It's a hell of a voice. Anyway, so that's good. And then when it all has gone wrong, I tell you the, the, the changing point in that film is when that dog escapes. There's a fire in the tunnel and the dog sort yeah, of leaps yeah, yeah, in yeah. slow motion. That's Dodge. And they're like, oh, well, mm. sorry, what's he called? Dodge? The dog's called Dodge? No, I mean, it's dodgy. Oh, right. I think the name of the dog. I was like, wow, you're a really big fan. Yeah. <laughs> the name of the dog in the film. Yeah. Um, but no, that's the turning point for me. And after that, it's just it's overly long. Uh, not much really happens. You know, they, just, they all very, very slowly wander to Area Fifty One, mm. and there's a fight. Like, we, there's not a lot goes on, is there? In the second half of that film? No, I guess not. Now you're saying Come on, right. it's a massive, <laughs> massive dog fight. That's uh, it, though, isn't it? That's it. They just they actually you have a, a you see the alien, you see the ship, you see all that sort of technology is revealed to you, but it's still done in a way where it's not totally out there you can you know you you can it leaves enough to the imagination hmm. um and also uh the way the actual the design of the alien ship and their culture and how we see them is is really well done and it's done in an abstract way kind of like how stargate is it's hmm. just shapes and um and it's kind of how think how it might be it, it's quite realistic in that sense i think and that's the problem with the second one is they show they hang show on, hang things on, hang like on, hang on Chris Chris stop stop yeah it it's realistic what do you mean it's, it, it, I th- you... I think it's it's from a in in the way they they show the alien culture yeah it it's, you met an it's alien? realistic in the way that we don't understand <laughs> it it's quite vague it's right, not a okay. bunch of blokes it's not I'm mean, going back to Star Trek it's not a bunch of people painted blue. Wandering around in short skirts. I, I agree, no, Chris. I agree with yeah, you. The I art think design. All that stuff the art is really. And the actual yeah, they, they work have that down. Into it. Look at Scar- I mean, the Stargate. suits, them suits, nothing. No one had done the stuff like that before. And the design of the creatures. And obviously, yeah. they'd had to have, they've had to have connected it to what. Because it was Area 51, right? So they actually mm. connected it to what we thought a flying saucer would be. And, yeah. and they had to kind of link all that in. All that yeah. pre-existing stuff, but I mean, it's it's. I think it's great. It's basically great War of the Worlds, isn't it? Really, but like updated with exploding landmarks. Yeah, yeah. There's. I'm not saying there's anything wrong with that. I'm just saying that's kind of you know. Yeah. I'm just sitting here. It was um. There was a lot of large-scale disaster movies in the 1990s, wasn't there? Yes. Um, uh, volcano. Deep. Uh, was uh, Deep Impact the other one? Deep about, Impact. Uh, the core. The core as well. Yeah, mm. the core. Yeah, uh, Armageddon. Yeah, um, it was briefly. It was briefly the second highest grossing film behind Jurassic Park in the nineteen nineties. Mm. A lot of people. Oh, it's a phenomenon, it. definitely. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I just don't think it's very good. I, I don't really disagree. It was seen a lot, but um, yeah, I, I actually don't think there's much wrong with that movie. Actually. It's There's so strange. much wrong with it. Like nearly all the characters are like just one-dimensional and boring. Brilliant. And... It's not a film. Not I, brilliant. Apart from, like I said, apart from it coming up randomly, it's not a film I think about a lot. I can't. No, no. I mean, apart from the iconic exploding stuff, but we've seen other. We've seen landmarks explode. That's like a thing now in so many, you know, Marvel films. Yeah, they always movie, explode a good landmark. Invented that. 
Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. It, it did, but but that's all it is. And like, whereas Jurassic Park invents modern CG, but it's still a very watchable film. Independence Day robbed of the shock factor of things blowing up. There's nothing to it. It's just there's just nothing there. That whole build-up you know I mean? where the aliens arrive, I think, is probably the best that's been done. That bit was. And I how, say that bit's and all how right. people are scrambling yeah. around, and they maybe send a, they send planes to, you know, to see what there is, and then they then they explode, and all they've got is like the current technology, just the radar. They just see radar blackouts and stuff. I think that is more realistic than what you, what is often shown, where yeah. what we can do is played up. Because I, can, I completely sh- agree. Yeah. I agree with you. But I, but as I say, it's just after that that it goes wrong. Yeah. Um. I mean, I think in terms of the ranking, I think we're probably. Yeah, all I think agreed. it's at number two. <laughs> it's number two. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yes. Yeah, it's a, no it's, a heavy, for one. it's a heavy two. It's yeah. a, it's it's going to sink and, lower. And if I, these I, two I, rankings change in the next yeah. fifteen minutes. Well, uh, hell yeah, they I'm are. As far as I'm concerned, <laughs> I, I think there's probably going to. Well, let's let's not spoil anything, but. Uh, Chris's face. <laughs> I think we're going to have to find someone else for the podcast for after the end of this first episode. He's going to throw his mic Well, he's down done. He's got off. his top two um, film, science yeah. fiction films ranked. There you go, one and two. It's it's over. Yeah. Would you say those are your top two science fiction films, Chris? No. Would you say that? No, okay. That's no. good. Don't, don't, no spoilers. Let's say what are, but... Um, I mean, I don't... I think Independence Day would probably be in the teens or something. I don't mm-hmm. know. Yeah. Well, I'll give you a spoiler. It's not beyond the teens in our list. It's going to be a lot further down than in the teens. I'm pretty confident in saying that. Um, but for now, it's number two. Independence Day. Congratulations. You'll never yes. be higher again. Yeah. Much uh, like your gross at the time, you were you were you were you were winning in the box offices. You're not going to win for much longer. Yeah. Well, it got there first, didn't it? It got there first in our list. It got there first in the blowing up stakes as well. Yeah. So good work oh, yeah. there, Independence Day. Early to a, a good name in that film, Brackish Oaken, the doctor's name, uh, Brent Spiner's oh. scientist's name. What was it, Brackish? In Brackish Oaken, that is which a is quite name. a cool name. What's yeah. the name of the guy who talks like this? What's his name? I don't know. It's, it's Will Smith. <laughs> uh, is he the exotic dancer friend? No, no, no he, Will he's Smith's a, wife. He's a boss, isn't he? He's the yeah, boss. Yeah. yeah. He um, um he dies, doesn't he? Which is a shame. Yeah, cause... car car lands on his car. Oh, that's it. Yeah, what does he? What does he say? Is oh crap? Or is it oh Something shit? Like that. Something like that. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's great. He's still on the phone to his aunt, isn't he? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'd watch a spin-off with him. Or the whole yeah, film no. re-edited from his perspective. <laughs> what? It's just. I mean, the whole <laughs> world was saved by an alcoholic crop duster. It's yeah. great. And a, and a virus from a Mac. Yeah. Again, like basically like War of the Worlds. It's nonsense. It's complete nonsense. Well, again, this is in the era where computers were... They were out there, but they weren't commonly used in the house at home, I don't think. so. 1996? They, you that's could not sell true. that sort of shit. That's not true. That's not true. That's not true. Well, maybe in your house, but not in mine. <laughs> Everyone had got a computer in 1996. I bet you'd got a computer in 1996, Chris. Come on. No. Are you, Alex? Um, I can't remember that far back. I'm so old. Probably like 98, 99. I think I probably did have a... Uh, yeah, no, I think we probably did. Anyway, anyway. That wouldn't excuse them using an apple to upload a virus to an alien spaceship. doesn't matter how many people have got computers. break and Chris wants to just say one more thing Independence Day is amazing, it shouldn't be moved from two, if it does there's going to be serious issues I mean, you say you tell them what we're going to do next but I'm not going to be happy if the current, <laughs> if the current like leaderboard changes because <laughs> um, I would say that it is better than what's coming up Oh my god, what? <laughs> maybe Holy you just, shit! Maybe you should just tell people what's coming up. Whoa! Okay. Whoa. I, wow. You were ill. 
I mean, just I in know. terms of the amount of times I'd sit down and watch it. You're insane. All right, I've seen so, one a lot more than the other. You're insane. The the, mm. the third film... Well, Alex, am I, is he insane? Uh, yeah, he's insane. Yeah, okay. The third film... Um, and we're not normally going to be doing three big films like this. Well, two big films and Independence Day. It will normally be more of a varied mix. Uh, but this was like... because Well, Independence well. Day, I think, was like the biggest oh, B-movie ever made. And that, yeah, I think that's if you fair. look at that's it fair. like that, yeah. it, it's really good. Yeah, I, a film that you would arrive late to not see. Yeah, yeah. or would be on after a better film. Yeah, you mm. wouldn't want to watch it. Yeah. Um, okay, the third film, uh, and really, we might regret getting uh, this another big hitter out of the way early on, but let's go for it. Uh, this is from 1977. Um, it, you can probably guess what it is. It's Star Wars Episode Four: A New Hope. Um, many people that when it came out, though. No, I, I know it wasn't, but it is now. They added all that crap. They added it very quickly, very, very, very quickly, didn't they? Like it was the second, uh, mm. was it the second or third week in the cinema? It was added really quickly. Yeah. The New Hope thing was, which I didn't know until recently. But and, sorry, and can, can we say. also clarify at this stage when we're discussing this film, we're discussing yeah. the original version, the version that was that you saw when you saw it in the cinema, not a, not a bit with anything added, not the George Lucas. Mucked mm. up bit. We're talking about the proper original version of it. Yeah. Yes, that's yeah. fair. See, I, and I, I, and that should sure be a rule I've, I've going ahead. That. You've not seen the You've original version. You've not seen the original version. I must have, because it must have I think, been on the TV I think... when I was a kid. But the thing is, you can't get it now. It's difficult to get now. No, I, I think you've watched it with me because I got the, the Laserdisc versions on DVD when we were at university, and I think we watched them all back to back in Manchester. I'm sure oh, we okay, did. Okay, maybe. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And, and I, I, would... I remember going as a kid to see the uh, special, special editions. editions. Yeah, me too. Yeah, yeah. I'd not seen them before that. That's the first time I saw them. Ugh, they're both mm. disgusting. Yeah, I've not seen them properly until then. I'd seen them yeah. on TV. I mean, I just remember them being like quite dark, quite cool, mm. like fantasy on TV. Didn't TV. Yeah, yeah. Well, let's so um, let's let's just break this down. Alex, as the senior member here. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> who saw again. this before us? Do you want to? Yeah. Do you want to start with when did you oh, first see Star Wars? Was it uh, so I or? think, uh, yeah, You're not I'm that old, are think. you? No, I'm not that old. Um, I know for a fact I had all three on bootleg VHS off Deptford Market uh, for my parents on a birthday. <laughs> so I watched those a lot as a child. Nice. I don't think I saw the first one in the cinema originally. If I did, I can't really remember. They may have re-released it, I guess. Um, but yeah, I mean, come on. Like I say, so yeah, I just want to go back, going backwards a little bit, I would clarify that this is that version. And there are going to be some other films on this list that maybe there are other versions, and it's kind of better to clarify which version we're talking about. Um, I would, you know, I mean, I don't really see how anyone would not. I mean, I'm. It's, it beats the living crap out of Independence Day. Personally, I think it's better than Jurassic Park, but, you know, I'm sure that's going to cause some problems. But anyway. Well. Um, do you want me to go next? You can, yeah. Tra- yeah. <laughs> because I know I can't know Chris's response. Um, so the so it used to be my least favorite of the original three by far. What? Um, and also I used to prefer Jurassic Park, but the older I get, the more I um I prefer New Hope to definitely more than Return of the Jedi, and it's on par with Empire Strikes Back for me. Um, mm. and I think. I think I didn't. I'm not sure, but I think the reason is that, like, when I was a kid, I loved all the like expanded mythology and the wider world of Star Wars and all these like things that were going on around it. And I loved the the big universe and you know bought the technical manuals and read the novels and stuff like that. And as I get older, my tolerance of that kind of stuff, you know, it's, it's gone. There's more things to occupy my time, and I and I see Star Wars now as just a really good science fiction action film. Whereas before it used to be like the one where they hadn't really worked out the world properly yet and it was all a bit weird and not quite right. But now I think, no, actually, that's the charm of it. Like it's so, they sort of just, they just hit the ground running and they just go, don't they? And like, yeah. unlike Independence Day where it kind of just stops dead halfway through and builds up again and a lot of other films, it does, it does Chris, don't shake your head again. <laughs> Star Wars, <laughs> they literally, you know, they crash down the planet and then it's just go, 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 go. 
And it's such a. I, I think there in are a way, some bits where it's quite slow though in Star Wars. It just takes oh, totally. long, like it's a western or something. Or, yeah, it's got know. it's it's paced well. It goes up and down. There's a bar scene. There's a scene on the on the, the yeah. Falcon. But there's always that uh, sense of urgency on the bar. There, you know, they can be found out by stormtroopers. On the Millennium yeah. Falcon, they're racing to get across the galaxy. You know, with the Death Star plans and stuff. It's um, there's a dynamism to it that's that's that I, and I think. Um, Without the next for the two time, films, it would have been amazing. For yeah, time. I think it would, it would be stronger without having sequels. Do you know no, what I mean? Because it's I the that... only one that stands alone. You can just watch that and stop. You could just watch New Hope and just stop. You don't yeah, need completely. to watch any of the others. All those other ones, yeah. you have to yeah. know everything else about it. Just watch New Hope. That's it. It's yeah. over. I mean, yeah. it, it's its own thing. It's it's encapsulated in one. It's great that there's all the other ones and they're great too. But you just need you can just have that as well, and that's why it stands up on its own. Whereas the other ones. You maybe they don't stand up on their own, completely drawn out of the whole universe. Yeah, they just get more and more bogged down, and that's my problem with Rogue One. Like it was not, we'll discuss that on a later one, but it just felt drowned by like everything that had come before. Mm. Whereas mm. it's just so free, New Hope. It's just so like you know, I'm going to make a space western. Yeah, look it here. It is. You know, that's why, it, and it, that appeals to me more and more the older I get. I think. Well, that's um, because obviously. What he was making, no one knew what it was he was making. It was difficult to make. You know, there was loads of fuck-ups that they when they were making it. It wasn't the big thing which it became. Mm-hmm. Um, so it it's unburdened in that sense. Yeah, but definitely. I still think Empire Strikes Back is a better made film. Like, it's it's a better... I mean, the the filmmaking techniques and how dark it is and how things are shot. I mean, it's beautiful, Empire Strikes Back. It's absolutely, you know, compared to yeah. the first one, it, it's like a work of art to look at. Yeah, the first definitely. one is, is ropey, but for a reason. Yeah, um, no, I agree with you there, definitely. But remember, you're not ranking it against Empire Strikes Back here. You're no, ranking no. it against this Jurassic is, Park and Independence Day. Yeah, I mean, and in that sense, it is a very strong film, that it, it is Star Wars. Um, mm-hmm. But I'm like you, I, I used to love all the extended universe i used to i had all the books i still i'm still really into like all the mm-hmm. the sciencey side of star yeah. wars like all the ships and stuff um how about you alex did you have a phase of like oh no no stuff, yeah, yeah definitely definitely but i think see i think where you're both what you're both missed on star wars is that the reason star wars is so good is it because he ripped the hell out of well he ripped off hidden fortress kurosawa and he ripped yeah. the hell out mm-hmm. of so many things. But what he did by ripping those things is he tapped into basically ancient storytelling. It's archetypal characters. Yeah. It's it's the yeah. old wise old wizard. Mm. It's the young upstart. Mm. It's the princess. It's the comedy sidekicks. It's the roguish pirate. It's a big mm. fucking walking dog. Um, and and they <laughs> and those characters, those archetypal characters, putting them in those in that context of the space and the laser swords and ships and all that that's what that's mm. the that's the amazing fantastical science fiction elements of it it just that just mm. takes it way out and that's why you could do all the sequels and all that and also there's some there's mm. some really good acting in it it's got some solid performances in it mm. you know mm-hmm. it's oh, got yeah, some definitely. heavyweight people some solid performances it's got great effects the original they they did really the effects are really good the characters mm-hmm. are good you know and it, it and it's kind of the problem with George Lucas as it went on was the the dialogue was so dodgy. And, you know, yeah, some of the dialogue in New Hope is just cliched and a bit crap. Yeah. But you kind of, because it is the first one and it is setting the scene, you're kind of letting it off because you're just like, okay, this is a new world. This is just, this is just how it is. It's when you've got however many films in that you start kind of going, mm, okay, yeah, this is just badly written now. Um, yeah, and, and also definitely I think that's, uh, I think because you become so familiar with the characters... You you start sort of judge them against like something they're not in that film. Like mm. you start to think, well, that's not that's not the Han Solo that yeah. you know yeah. is later defined. I mean, you think of like how Han Solo is in Return of the Jedi versus mm. New Hope. Yeah, he's a completely mm. different you know being, yeah. isn't he? In a way, yeah, exactly. He's a lot worse in Return of the Jedi. Yeah, um, and that can't help but play into how you you, you view it. And mm. I think, uh, and I think it is like just watching it because I mean I, I haven't watched Empire Strikes Back in in years. I don't think, which is mm. weird. Cause I used to watch it. No, I watched it with Lucy because she watched it for the first time about a year. You used to ago. watch it on a daily basis. Yeah, I used to watch it a hell of a lot. Yeah, God, you must have um, been depressed every day. <laughs> oh, but that's why it's so good. That's, I mean, I still think that's a better film. Perhaps they, I don't know for different reasons, but we'll get to that at another episode. 
Um, but no, I think if I was going to put a Star Wars film on now, I would put New Hope on. Hmm. I'd put Rogue One on. I'd oh, put New Hope on and then watch Rogue One because I, I think that's the way you have to watch them because Rogue One just didn't set anything up. It was just, But yeah, we're not talking about Rogue One. Um. No. <laughs> I'd put New Hope uh, on, then Empire Strikes Back, then Force Awakens. Oh, I hate Force Awakens. <laughs> oh, what? Oh, my God. That's a different, different podcast, but yeah. <laughs> it's like lazy. It's for all the reasons that we've been talking about is why Star Wars is good. In a sense, it, I mean, from a filmmaker's perspective, I like how Star Wars is like really ropey. He used what he could at the time, is blagging a lot of stuff in the, mm. in the making of that, but is so bold in the way he yeah. does it. He kind of bluffs yeah. his way through it. Like, you know, how the titles come in, that was like revolutionary at the time and everything. And he had, it had a really particular style and it was revolutionary. And he He's just bluffing. He's just bluffs his way through it, and it's really good. It's really clever. Yeah, yeah there's a lot Definitely. of luck came up. A lot of things, yeah. a lot of kind of, you know, things aligned, like galaxies aligned to get the luck that made that so good. Not only mm. so good, but so popular. They had, they didn't know, mm. you know, it was a complete yeah. gamble from what he'd done before. Um, yeah, and, yeah, the, and it's the luck element that is missing from a lot of modern films, the kind of, the lack of control. Like you say, yeah, the kind of fact they were just kind mm. of, Flying by the seat of their pants, and that's all them boys. I think all that, all them filmmakers, all the ones we talked to of today, I think, were better when they did have to do things practically, and they were constrained by technology, and they they probably only had a handful of effect shots they knew they could get into the film, and then the, the story had to work mm. where, with them plugging in really, and yeah. it's done the opposite way around now. And I think you yeah. know George Lucas and Spielberg and definitely Emmerich are worse filmmakers yeah. now because it's too easy and they're surrounded yeah. by yes men they were much better when they were surrounded by no men oh and totally they do, yeah, they yeah. Do but, but also they're, they're a lot younger as well like that plays into yeah. it doesn't it like you, you, an old man's not going to make Star Wars no. it's just not going to happen you know? no but they might take more no. they could take risks yeah I think they've become lazy yeah. like you say well, I don't um, think it's even become lazy it's just they they learnt their skills and their the software in their brain was of the time was in a certain time yeah totally, and yeah. it's different now yeah something happened we're back in it might be a bit clumsy but I'm going to say some trivia this is the trivia which you might know Chris they can't release the original versions on Blu-ray do you know why no because it wasn't in the contracts or something yeah, because Fox owned the theatrical print of New Hope, mm. just New Hope. So Disney owned everything else, but they don't own yeah. New Hope, so that's yeah, why it true. hasn't happened. Yeah. yeah. Damn it. Lame. Damn Disney. Lame. The theatrical print. Um, so but I think we're all agreed. Own, they must, Disney must own the original footage, though, and everything, all the assets. But it wouldn't matter right. if, they, if they own the print, if they own the, the... Hang on, let's have a look. Because they used some stuff for Rogue One, didn't they? Some some of the original assets. Mm. Um, all I'm saying is they could just re-edit the film exactly the same using the assets. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. Fox, Fox retains theatrical and home video distribution rights oh, to Empire and Jedi through 2020 and the rights to New Hope forever. Mm. So, crazy. Mm. Um, okay. But anyway, so I think we're all agreed it's a it's a fantastic film. Yes, hundred um, percent. And so we've got two films in the ranking. This is the third film going in. Where does it go into the ranking? I'd accept second. <laughs> I would say I would say first. I would also say first. If Chris, no, if you're listen, I mean, it, I'm I'm like one of the biggest Star Wars fans you'll meet. So I'm not going to argue the toss over this. But I, I just want to know one thing: if you rank it on your own, would you put it below Independence Day for real? No. You wouldn't, okay. No, I wouldn't, that's, that's no. Okay, Few. Cool. <laughs> but I would, I would, I'd probably put it underneath Jurassic Park as a standalone film. Yeah. But you're all right with it going above, is it's two to one? Yeah. I'm happy, I'm happy for it to go definitely above Independence I mean, I think, I think they're both going to hang around the top of this list for a long time to come, aren't they? Both Indeed, those Independence definitely. Day, yeah. No. Yeah. <laughs> 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 uh, <laughs> Right, um, so that's our three films. That's our first week done. Um, yeah. 
Now, I did ask you for a bit of homework in the email. Yeah. I don't know if you've both done it or not. <laughs> I've got some, well, well, I've, I've got some suggestions. <laughs> okay. what, sorry, what was the homework? The homework was that I wanted us to all turn up with one film to watch next week. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Have you, have you both got one? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> okay. Um, okay, who wants to go first? Alex, Alex, let's hear yours. Uh, I would say They Live. Oh, 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 oh. Good choice. Thank you. Have yep. you seen They Live, Chris? Yep, yeah, it's a, yeah, I like that one. Oh, wow. Um, so, I'll give that. Chris? Why, yeah, I feel like mine's too mainstream now. It doesn't uh, matter. Uh, I, I mean, the thing is, what, oh, it, actually, if this is going to go out to people, I yeah. should probably say um, that, like, we haven't really got a format yet for what the three films will be. We're hope, open to do, yeah. like, themed weeks. We're open yes. to doing this where we all bring a film. Send us your but suggestions. Think, yeah, we should also open to, like, if you've got uh, three films that you think we should listen uh, rank yeah. in order or just, like, not... I don't. We don't want people's top three films, do we? That's not what we want to get because... Yeah. You don't want to hit all the big ones early on, um, but if people have got interesting ideas for lists, they can send them in. How about uh, if someone can... if someone sent three films in that were themed that we discussed? Yeah. Would we take their ranking on board? No, 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 no. Really? Definitely not. Okay. Yeah, definitely Other not. People's no. opinions are irrelevant. Good point. Fair enough. The, the thing is that we are the science fiction rating system. Yeah, and you, it's can't true. you can't mess with the system, with the can system, you? System, you know, no, it's true. No. So they can they can bring them to the table, but but we rank them. You can enter it into the inbox of the system. They yeah. can add comments about you know what they, you know what they think, but we're yeah. free to ignore them. Good. And also, if anyone disagrees with anything we've done today or going forward, um, the the email address will probably be mail at sciencefictionratingsystem.com. Yeah, take that down, Chris. Probably. You can object it's... to the fact that we've moved uh, <laughs> Jurassic Park. <laughs> yeah. All the emails are just from Chris. Well, no one's heard it yet. <laughs> Under different names. Dear sir, Chris, I disapprove of really. Jurassic Park. Jurassic Park's still one, right? Uh, just looking at the uh, looking at the spreadsheet, don't think so. Um, <clears throat> so yeah, so mail at... I forgot the name of the podcast. Sciencefictionratingsystem.com. That might change, uh, but it probably won't. Um, As you're the only one speaking, you can edit this, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> but um, um, so yeah. I was going to uh, say Wally. I was going to say Wally. Oh, another great film. Yeah. Okay. Very different. All good right. one. So Wally. Yeah. I kind of thought it would be good each week if we had like connected films in style but I don't know whether that's a good idea well, I like think we, could, have, we should do either we or Wally, Silent yeah. Running and something else like it, do you know what I mean yeah, well, I you, think, you've I wasted Wally on this though, haven't you now so. unless yeah, you want to yeah. retract Wally and put something else in um, so you could have Ghosts of Mars, They Live yeah. and The Thing no 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 because no, no, no. I want to do Inner Space Inner Space is what I want for oh, okay because I really want to watch Inner Space again. Okay. Well, that's, that's three good choice. films. Okay, let's just do that. All right. So, uh, if you are listening at home, if this has gone out, uh, we've ranked three films so far. At number one, Star Wars Episode Four: A New Hope. At number two, Jurassic Park. At number three, Independence Day. Yay! Uh, yeah. The inaugural list. Next week, we'll add three more within that list, uh, wherever they sit, wherever we choose they sit. Yeah. Um, so that's it, really. I think Independence uh, Day's spot is pretty safe, actually. <laughs> watching, I mean, I can think of three films we're watching next week that are better than Independence Day. <laughs> yeah, I, me I too. won't. I don't want it just to plummet. We need to bring in another film, which you're, you're going to need to suggest some terrible films. Yeah, maybe if Ghost of Mars had got on there, we, that's a pretty bad film. What about but, uh, Total Recall? Oh. Second Total Recall. Uh, oh, this oh is the I remake. quite like the remake. Yeah, yeah. I thought it was alright. I've not seen oh. it. Oh, it's good. This is this is relevant. We can't we can't rank these yet. Yeah, yeah, We've got to yeah. stick to the system. We've got three to rank. Okay. So, if you're listening at home, uh, next mm. week's three films are They Live, uh, the John Carpenter classic. Not to show my colours too early. Um, Wally or Wally, the Pixar film from was that 2008? Is it 2000? Later than that, isn't it? I'll just I pull know. up those stats. Uh... What we got a year? It was two thousand and eight. Yes. Oh, nice. Got it. And Inner Space, which I think is eighty-seven, maybe eighty-nine, and that's Dennis Quaid and Martin Short. 
Um, so yeah, so <laughs> I can't wait. Go out um, there and watch them, so you can play along. So yeah, so so watch them, um, and if you want to watch them and comment again, I'm just get to think something. of some links. So Dennis Quaid, he was in Independence Day, wasn't he? No, no Randy Quaid. The other Quaid. Yeah. yeah. No. Is there some sunglasses <laughs> yeah. link? Does everyone in it wear sunglasses? Oh, that might uh, be. No. I bet, I, no. I bet in, in Martin Short doesn't in his face. I bet he wears sunglasses. Yeah, of course he does. At some point. Anyway, uh, the next week doesn't need to be themed. We can theme going forward. Yeah, or we don't have to. We can yeah. we can do what we like, can't we? It's our system. Yeah. So, um, all right, well, that's it. Um, can't wait until we watch Starship Troopers and get Starship Troopers into the mix. At some point, yeah. yeah. You don't jump the gun with all the classics. Yeah, I know. Um, <laughs> okay, so where can people find us? That's the other thing. Have we all got Twitters? I've not got... I've got one, but I don't use it, but... Chris, where where are you? Where are you at on the internet? Uh, Chris Redding, Twitter, Instagram, all the usuals. Cool, Alex. Uh, at Love Horror and lovehorrors dot com's the website. So yeah, thank you. That'll do. Brilliant. I think I'm at Sam X Draper, but I'm not sure. You probably um, changed it. it There's multiple times. personalities on the internet. Yeah, yeah God, God. can't I'm keep track. <laughs> Maybe just pick no, one not... before this goes out. <laughs> What am I? Hang on a second. Am I Wheel the Robot? Uh, ugly Arth on... Oh, God knows. Ogathy H Robot on Instagram, but I'm at Wheel the Robot on Twitter, and I'll actually start using that now. You need to sort this out. Sort this out. <laughs> well, I said you're the social What's media wrong manager, with your name? not me. What's that wrong with your name? It's gone. Someone's got it already. Someone's had my name. Uh, yeah, Sam Draper. Samantha Draper from Nottingham. That's not Damn you. you. No, Maybe not. she knows about films. <laughs> <laughs> maybe we can get her on just make it easier it'd be easier if we get her on than get you the, the account right I've got to go alright Okay. cheers everyone see you bye. next week see you guys bye bye bye